0: Hello and welcome to episode 70 of the Roughed Up Podcast, Another Day in Paradise. Another day, another podcast. Matt Armstrong, Wes Yee here. What's
1: going on, man? It's impressive. We're uh, a daily podcast now. I like it.
0: <laughs> well, the the fans have asked for it, so here it is. Um, it's almost a part two of yesterday's topic. Um, we had We had wanted to preview the upcoming series and do a quick review on the series um, from last weekend, both LEC and LCS. So let's just get right into it. Um, We had three series, I think, uh, three series in LEC. We'll just go right in. Uh, Origin versus Rogue. I think when we picked this game, we both felt like Origin had the better team, and Rogue's chance was if stylistically they had the superior read on the meta. Didn't seem to be the case.
1: Yeah, so like game one... Rogue wins, and we're like, oh, okay. Maybe maybe this is going to be a series. And then, uh, nope. Origin just, like, <laughs> rolled them the next three games. Uh, it it looked shaky. Um, game one, Origin, and it's kind of strange for, like, the team they are. Very kind of, um, not like veteran to the playoff system, but just, like, someone that you trust to, like, be up for the game. In game one, they looked like they didn't know what they were doing and they didn't feel comfortable yeah and uh so, so i was like oh okay maybe this is closer than i thought it would be um but then yeah the the, the next three games were just like complete stomps so it uh,
0: felt like the first game the bot lane entered and then the rest of the series they were told don't do that again <laughs> <laughs> And the rest of the team, pretty much. I thought uh, Xersei really uh, asserted himself as uh, a, the difference maker here. A difference maker, at least.
2: Uh,
1: you know, he, he seems to have, like, every time this guy becomes, like, uh, a, a name that you have to look up, it's because he, like, figures out one champion. He's
0: willing to play other stuff. I mean, two set games. Yeah, what, what, game. Yeah,
1: the set was, like, broken. It's like, he made it look like, oh, this, this is why it's banned. Because, well, not because it's, like, just, like, a busted champion and can be played in multiple roles. Like, he optimized that champion, like, yeah. incredibly. He was a,
0: I- an extra engage option that, um, funnily enough, like, Inspired did not seem to be for Rogue. Like he was able to find fights when they to I, I, think, when they wanted I think
1: this was this was just like a, on paper a mismatch, and there's like a strange like stigma about Origin and how they were playing uh, late in the season. That like oh maybe you know they can get got by like a team that's like um, a wild card, but I, I, I never thought this was really close um on paper paper.
0: i it also seemed to me that like i would have said in during the first game and parts of the second game i thought oh this is could be a competitive series if you had paused it and asked me like will this be a competitive series i would have agreed with you but at some point in game two it seemed like rogue just tilted off a cliff (laughs) and just started running it down and i mean The last game, they lose by twenty thousand gold. (laughs) It was uh, really like not trying kind of stuff when you're dying seven, eight times. It's always tough. uh, Thirty minute game.
1: It's always tough interacting with you because you're always so far behind on like live games. But (laughs) this, uh, I sent, I sent a text uh, about the next series, uh, next EU series we're going to talk about. But like, you can see EU players tilting. Mm -hmm. on like pro stages and like yes that one game where they just all just consecutively died uh, like they they had no purpose they were just like all right i'm going in i'm gonna face check like five people by myself because like they're doing the baron we're down 10k gold but they're doing the baron i better go in there and i'm dead (laughs) the next guy's dead it's like what are they doing? Like, they just, like, totally wanted the game to be over. Um, There's no moral hazard. (laughs) Yeah, it's one of those things that, like, uh, with the mentality of the sport, because it's become so, uh, I mean, whether it is lucrative or not, like, there's a lot of money involved, and they don't allow, like, forfeiting anymore on stage, but there's definitely games where, like, and probably you wouldn't want to do it in like match point, but like there are games that like teams should FF. Yeah. Because like like yeah, game Yeah, I mean, game it three it out of the series. Game three they they, they lost their morality or their, their the their interest in playing the game. And so like instead of having a bad game, you just drag it on and they look worse and worse can't you can't feel good about your play if that happens
0: they were not getting advantage in any lane it was uh definitely Hans had some moments but yeah ADC player for player they were not good enough yeah uh and 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 the next series was more of that I thought uh G2 versus origin um we t- we did talk about this probably being the probable matchup and uh it uh thought it was uh more competitive than i expected but also a series that like i just never really thought origin had a chance
1: uh it again feels like um i didn't learn anything from g2 they seem to be screwing around still but it it seems like their game style is that like they, they play whatever champ they feel like playing for that game whether it has synergy or not or whether that's what the team has been playing well with it's just like oh i heard uh you know pantheon is good let's play that like i do think they have very um they have
0: figured out how to they or they've constructed a roster that has players who are excellent if not the best at their role who are willing to play who to be like weak side or role players and and any game like perks goes on zillion in this series um you know caps goes on ezreal it's like they're they're taking a back seat i mean obviously caps popped off um you know i think the team really you could see them play their team fights around caps almost as if they wanted to prove a point about how good he actually is and if that's what you saw all season you probably would think he's the best ad in the west it was great and that was against <laughs> third best team right?
1: It's it, it's like um where where you try and like spot the the zits on on a player like caps it's like he's still like a top ten top twenty player
2: yeah
1: it's just like he he's not able to express himself so much whereas like a fed ezreal you can see like oh wow he's good and he is confident but it's just you you don't get to see it so often on adc because it's rare that you know you're in a position to pop off um with those champions that role
0: and yeah mostly not skill shots either but he was he was great um and i still believe in g2 and i still don't believe in origin as a team other than nuke duck putting on his carry pants for one game it uh i guess upsets
2: it,
1: it's interesting because I, it, these are like um who do you replace and what is wrong with this roster i feel like origin proved that they were the third best team in yeah. in eu it's just like you're not going to beat fanatic or g2 with this roster no you need more yeah
0: you don't you're not advantaged in any role here
1: yeah It's tough to, what is the, what are you supposed to do right you're an organization like you're supposed to say like oh I'm, we're getting better and whatever it's not like these guys are like rookies and like are just learning how to play professionally these are all like
0: veterans we've
1: been been in the scene for two three years so um it's not like they're gonna slingshot you know based on experience uh, i think it's over. okay it's
0: okay to be the third best team like that's that that's something i mean this team was like ninth place last split so
1: that's pretty good yeah, but, the, I mean, they're, they're, they have big roots in the EU. This is, this is a team that has won finals and has, like, you know, 10-year-old, you know, fan base. So, it's kind of like you origin? can notice,
0: Yeah. This is, like, the new origin.
1: Sure, but, like, I bet
0: everyone... I bought the name from the old origin. <laughs> There's no one associated back. with both
1: teams other than, like... I bet everyone came back. <laughs> I, I that's how I feel. I would do that too. Like, um, what else, like if you're a Dignitas fan, like, oh, Dignitas is back. I'm a fan again. If you're a Dignitas uh, fan, that right? Yeah. Of those <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there was a uh, tens and twelves of those people who came back. <laughs> um.
0: Uh, all right. Well, then, Fnatic played Mad Lions, and this looked.
1: Again, this is a skill check. Yeah. Um, I feel like what what we can say about the the finals G two, uh, Fnatic, is uh. It's gonna be awesome. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, no, it, it's just like there's one team that's consistent, but maybe not the skill cap, as G two.
0: I, I, I mean, think definitely not the skill cap, but.
1: Yeah, I I think it's like. The bra- like the the skill range is like ninety to ninety five for fanatic. Whereas like G two is like eighty-five to ninety nine. Whereas like <laughs> on their best day, like Fnatic wins the series.
2: Because I
1: think, yeah, it's five it, games.
0: Yeah, Fnatic has to play above their normal level to be G two. G2, or G2 would have to play below their normal level. If they play at their sort of, like, average level, G2 is a better team, for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's just, like, what, what clown car show do we see from G2?
0: Oh, these guys are going to fight. These guys, they love fighting. I love watching these two teams play. If you, had, if you told me, like, pick two, the two, if you had to secure the best team in the West, like, these are the two teams I'd put in the finals, not Cloud9. Not
1: no yeah there's there's wow all right well i guess we could probably go down the list who would you replace of those two teams with an na player from cloud nine because cloud nine is the cloud nine versus Fnatic or g2 which is there Uh, any player that gets i think maybe vulcan could replace hillsang yeah i don't know hillsang is pretty pretty amazing (laughs)
0: He's good, yeah. I mean, I I just don't see. Um, I don't think you'd face Hell Um Is
1: Nisky better than Nemesis?
0: I do believe. In, I mean, okay. I don't. I would say that I would. Uh, Nisky's level last year was much worse than Nemesis, and so it's hard for me to kind of unsee that because that's the last thing I saw from him against good players. Uh, but I, if you believe that niski has in fact raised his level this year then i could see an argument but the last time they were in the same tournament nemesis i would have put definitely much higher than niski i thought niski was one of the worst laners i saw at worlds
1: yeah he, he's definitely it's, it's like one of those like he looks, looks, great, looks, level. looks good regionally and then yeah. like has kind of like uh he's, he's a puss in his boots like feeling like uh, when he goes internationally, he just you can't, play, a...
0: play, can't play in an even field. It's like you can play well from ahead, great, but you're not getting ahead against.
1: Okay. What about just... our boy uh, Sven? Is he better than Reckles? <laughs> I just love that you still refuse to say
0: his name. <laughs> That's his name. That's what he spells his name as. Uh, I I don't know. What do you think? There's I don't know that there's an easy. There, you could argue I could take either side. There are things I like better about Reckless. There are things I like better about Zven. I like that Reckless is not the choker that Zven is. Like, I think Reckless has won
1: That's true. considerably true. more
0: high pressure important games, and Sven has had considerably more high pressure chokes.
1: Yeah, he, he's been carried to when they win. So it's. it's- has rarely been the Sven show. Um, right. They when they went the G two games, fighting. he did not show up yeah. when it mattered,
0: and certainly TSM, he was a disaster. So, but uh, I think their their like skill level is probably comparable.
1: Yeah. No, I I think they're in the same class. Not not a uh, S tier, no. but like someone you totally would. Start a team you're not,
0: yeah, you're not, ha- you're not rushing to replace this player unless you have an elite player coming in. Yeah,
1: sure. Preview like of the finals? That was our preview like, of the finals. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's more to go into um, about the EU finals. I just feel like this is like a matchup that is going to be reoccurring for splits and splits. Unless, you know, what does Fnatic
0: have to do to beat G2, or are they close enough that they just they just need to play them more?
1: I don't know. I I think there's like a possibility of like winning draft more than G2 does because I haven't liked G2's draft for the last two weeks. They keep screwing around. Like I don't know. If, yeah, if they're literally just like saving their strats for MSI, um, but I just. <laughs> I, I have not been a big fan of, like, how inconsistent they've, they've drafted. So I, I feel if Fnatic, you know, dusts off, you know, Zach top or something, and G2 isn't ready for it, I, I think they could take a few games just on their comfort drafting.
0: They definitely – G2 is, I think, the team for me – definitely a western teams where if you turned off the nameplates i would recognize the team fastest <laughs> like i think their players play so uniquely that the champions the, the the champions matter the least for g2 because the character of the play the player the skill expression is so unique what they're good at is not hindered by the meta
1: right but that's that's a blessing and a curse cuz like they think they can pop off on Ziggs in game five and never played that Right. They
0: have every play in the playbook. So they're willing to play things that other teams wouldn't even try in important times. Yeah. It's,
1: it's a blessing and a curse. It looks, Oh wow. They pulled out Heimerdinger for game five. It looks
0: good. As long as you have the more skilled players, right? Like they, they were, their Pike was fucking feared for six months last year. (laughs) And then All they, five? they tried to run it against FunPlus Phoenix, and it didn't do anything.
1: Yeah i I think this is gonna be close. Uh, do you have like a uh, a game um, choice on this? Uh,
0: well, I mean, like three one is always like statistically the most logical or something. Something, but I feel like these are five game series. They like to the back and forth. They like to fight. There's a lot of variants. I think it's close. I think it's a three-point game. Three or four-point game, maybe. Spread. Little extra yeah. points for the fact that G2 has won every best of five against Fnatic. <laughs> so,
1: so, so you're stuck on G2 uh, here.
0: I think they're favored for sure. I would favor them. I,
1: I think they have better players. I assume so. You could probably if you can pull up let me see if I can pull up um, Oh, if it's uh, there's, there's a line? Bovada. Yeah, I'm, I can find it um i would yeah i would assume g2 is favored just because they have one and
0: oh wait we forgot g2 has to play mad lions first um <laughs> so, no I, I i
1: i didn't i didn't forget i knew that they had to i knew they had to play this i just ready to move on even they, though they lost the best player. they almost won game five down 10k gold yeah
0: the line says it all right there's they're minus 750 favorites against a team that just beat them so no one is no one is buying them as a better team
1: yeah they had an off week and still almost won by two autos so i yeah i I felt like skipping that basically Um,
0: (laughs) yeah I, i think it's right that they're big favorites i think they're a lot better and i have a hard time believing that like you know the mad lines might be a Two, uh, they win, you know, three out of ten games or three out of fifteen games, and they already got all their first three out of the way. So
1: this is, this is similar to like uh, the other series. Was that this week or this week? I've lost all track. But the Cloud Nine versus Evil Geniuses, where yeah. Evil Geniuses won a game, and I wasn't <laughs> shocked. I was like, oh, you know, just like just okay, the, <laughs> yeah, the the draft, you know, dictated that if this went thirty minutes that team wins and then c9 never did that again they stomped them game four i feel like the bad lions could have a game like that where like they just outdraft um so like yeah this is a 3-1 maybe a 3-0 for me i yeah i think it's a stomp uh right lcs so, so i actually my my pick is 3-2 Fnatic.
0: Ooh, Fnatic beats G two to go to MSR, really. Yeah, just
1: I'd be, exciting. I, I, That'd be exciting. I, I felt like um in the last last month like Fnatic has been more consistent. I still think like the, the skill cap is higher for G two. So I'm totally I totally could believe that G two could three O uh the final. Um,
0: Fnatic, you're saying Greater than 51% chance. All right. What's, does it, oh, we don't have a line yet, but we'll wait to see it.
1: Yeah, I would assume they're probably in like the minus 250 range. For? For G2 over Fnatic. So it sounds like you'll, uh,
0: you'll be getting some action in there.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's all we have. Esports and esports gambling. LCS.
0: We got to see pretty good round two. Well, part of a pretty good round two. EG cloud nine. We sort of just talked about it. Um, the skill check in NA is there is no check we've checked. There's no more, (laughs) there's no other skill. It's all on cloud nine. They were, uh, (laughs) dramatically better than evil geniuses.
1: Yeah. Um, just pulling up the, the, the matches, like <laughs> the game that EG won, they pulled out a uh, mysterious Poppy that yeah. was able to deflect enough uh, damage because Kumo cannot win against Licorice. <laughs> and it's like, how can you lose gracefully and be a factor in the game later? And Poppy was the choice a uh, point and click stun bot that can't be killed. Seems, it seems as though, well, you know, jumping ahead, that seems like the best option for EG going forward against Cloud9.
0: Are we going to say if EG gets to play Cloud9 again, or do you want to talk about the other series first?
1: I, yeah, so we can skip this. I, I, it feels as though Cloud9 was yeah, way better than EG. No one was surprised. Uh, FlyQuest Fly yeah, yeah, TSM we can uh also um go over quite quite a bit of this series um this this had a salty run back too right yeah um tfm lost to it again <laughs> wow that is pretty damning wouldn't you say it is bad because you think – so you won. So your results based like, oh, like this draft was good. And I would and they, say they won by a lot of luck.
0: I mean, Bjergsen yeah. ran it down twice in the last can, three minutes yeah. of the game. He gets the final. Yeah, right. Yeah,
1: backdoor miracle. Uh, if that had not happened, yeah, it's a rundown. down mid. Uh, FlyQuest wins that game.
0: It's a coin toss. But they, they were definitely – I would say FlyQuest definitely made a bad shot call
1: to go for the base. I'm not a fan of that team either, but it it's uh why it's damning that TSM runs it back again when they should have lost is kind of um, the hubris that they do not deserve to have at this <laughs> point, uh, especially because the previous week they did the you know the same strategy. Um, whereas like they won a game with the same draft so what's wrong with it and it was because there was monumental mistakes by the other team and they just mitigate those and they win handily because on paper the drafts are better <laughs> it's like non- <laughs> It's like, well, if you don't get someday behind o three to start the game, you win. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, we can manage to do that, and then you do the same thing with like just like not poorly allocating resources, and you win. Um, any other like uh, portions of of uh, this series? I felt like Bjergsen was a god some games, and then some games was like. AFK, uh. Yeah, the zillion stuff, man, that is really
0: backing down, if you ask me. I've,
1: yeah. I didn't like we've, I've, we've had, we've had problems with him playing Lulu in game five. Didn't like or Karma and stuff like that. He tried that.
0: the Echo, which I respected the pick, but his, unfortunately, Azir really got rolling too early.
1: Yeah. I like PoE. It
0: really, uh, out, really, not hard to say outplayed him, but. He had more of an impact on the series. He was clearly the hard carry, and Bjergsen was kind of fading in and out of being the hard carry. In t- every
1: game, POE was the highest damage dealer for his team.
0: I was watching POE in team fights, not Bjergsen. Yeah,
1: big, definitely, definitely. He was – whether Flycus wins this fight is whether POE gets off his, his abilities. And I think
0: Solo also gets a lot of credit for me. He looked like no problem, Broken Blade, like easily. He, I thought he at least matched him. And he, he's the like sponge getting
1: more attention. He's the sponge that they knew that Viper was like inting the last few times we saw him, <laughs> and not even inting. It was just like not, not capable of knowing when to like push the the wave or you know hold the wave. And he was getting himself in trouble, whereas Solo seems to like know when it's time to just like give up three CS to, you know, hidden map and not knowing where the jungler is or something like that.
2: Uh, Also,
0: having Gangplank is like a such a, I mean, they lost the first game on it, but he was so impactful. That champion, I think, if you have a top laner that can't play it, you're at a big disadvantage because it, it's such a great draft tool to be able to pick a Gangplank against so many of these melee top laners.
1: Gangplank is always meta. He's just like Lee Sin. It's like
0: Rise Lee Sin. He, gangplank. If you you always it,
1: scale. You be, can basically sustain yourself. You have good range. You have a global, um, and you can win the game with a one shot if you put up a good barrel chain at the end of the game. Yeah, you scale great. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely a champ that um there's there's definitely older champs that are like less um one shotty or like uh exciting like Orianna like Syndra it's like this champ is always in meta because the kit is just really good for like a, a well coordinated team yeah AOE and, yeah.
0: and- and burst, and the ability to survive ganks. Which
1: I like, yeah. yeah, a cleanse as an ability is pretty, <laughs> pretty
0: nice. <laughs> on, yeah, cool
1: um, uh, The the one thing that I would bring up, yes, yeah, Ignar, Ignar again outclassed Biofrost. Good. I I love Biofrost. I think he's a a really good player. Got I feel on. As, I feel as though is that yeah, like they didn't really utilize him as like a as a, a, a skilled player. Um, I felt like that way about Team Liquid um, as well, as putting, like, Core JJ on things like Nautilus or Tom Kench is, like, a you're shackleding, like, one of your best players. And so putting him on Nautilus, which is such a binary champion, um, if, if you're going to go Nautilus, Why not put him on Thresh? He's literally a Thresh one-trick. That's how he got in the game. Thresh has much more agency. You can peel, you can engage, you can save people, and he's one of the best at it. But instead, they played uh, Nautilus five times.
0: I think uh, the, the drafting has to be criticized when you hand over Rakan. And not only is Ignar... In in the series, of course, but you know, proven to be a good recon, like that is also Bio's best champion. How can you give that over so many times? Like, I think Biofrost is seven and zero on recon. He won the game. He got it here. Um, so that's not great either. It, not getting yeah, not getting a uh, a playmaking champion for uh, for
1: Biofrost.
0: But how about Dude, turtle? Weird. I thought turtle really styled on
1: Kave. I uh, it's well. Definitely we saw the signature, like, Wild Turtle aggression in some fights. Whereas, like, Kave, I guess it's two series in a row with 100 Thieves in this one. He is, uh, he's like a liability. I totally understand why they picked Tom Kench five times last, last week. He, he doesn't seem to know when to go, when, like, he should be a part of the fight it's very, it's weird for like a veteran ADC. The things that he does, his champions look sluggish. Yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> he, he's behind on what the best choice would have been. Um, again, I it's hard to say that ADC is the fault because they lost games like that. The AD, you know, Zaya wasn't gonna win. Um, I I just feel like he's not. If you want to, you know, the TSM like motto like we're trying to win international events, Kabe is not Well,
0: Kabe right. has won an international events. So is it his fault or is it the team unable to
1: unlock him? Yeah, who knows. I I, I feel as though like three losses on Helios. It's observable that the team with Bjergsen on it has not been able to evolve properly.
0: I feel as if when I watch them play, their their go button is only held by Bjergsen sometimes, and so like Dardok is. He looks like he's running it down because he's like engaging from. He's making some very unnatural looking engages and killing himself. I don't know. It just doesn't look doesn't look right to me. It doesn't look like. Like, I've never seen Dardoch do that with anyone else. And it's things I've seen from TSM junglers in the past where, like, I mean, has any, have you, can you think of more junglers getting, like, caught, hung out to dry in-game, like, way out in front of their team? Like, Jarvan in this, in this series, I don't know how many times I watched Dardoch go in and instantly blow up. Just stuff that no one who's playing for themselves would ever do. There's a big part of... Maybe he's just trying to be too much
1: of a good teammate. I I watch so much league. I watch so many... I mean, Bjerg doesn't stream anymore, but people like Froggen and Bjergsen, I respect them. They never lose lane. They are always even or up on CS. But the mentality they have about playing the game is not evolved. It has not like I'll see like this is like probably really ancient, but like when I watch Birksen play, he'll he'll see like a window, oh, I could roam bot and it's maybe not sixty forty anymore. It's now forty sixty. He'll go back to mid and go farm again. He has he does not have the the cutthroat mentality that you want from uh a lane that should be smashing aggressive
0: he perfectly exemplifies when we were talking a couple podcasts ago about like how g2 is willing to take fights that may just come down to outplays all the time and na teams and bjergsen is a good example of this are they're maybe they're willing to do that once in a while and he's a very skilled player and he does outplay people um but it does seem like his default is is to look for the big adva- the numbers advantage type fight, fight as opposed to look to to take an even fight and just outskill them.
2: Like oh, it's almost sure. like
0: there's like the argument in your you're having the argument in your head of like explaining why you did it before you even do it. It's like I I can justify this fight, so I'll go for it.
2: But he's
1: never the first. He's to- he never the first to start a fight unless he has seen everyone has blown their flash and now <laughs> now i can flash uh insect azir everyone and everyone's gonna be so proud of me but it's <laughs> never him like i mean how, i yeah just i was catching up on uh lck lpl you see bdd flash azir r He misses you the it.
0: escape he, uh, t1 game yet uh t1 verse uh one They also have a very a fake there's a faker azir game
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that one. And it's it's like you miss you know, you miss those sometimes. But Bjirksen never goes for the the, like he only goes for the hundred percent. I've never seen those plays in in a I swear to god, maybe a year or two yeah, like I would see No, I I would see Birksen on Azir and like at the end of the game I'd ask, did he ult once this game? (laughs) And it's, it's like, it's such a uh, powerful skill that he, he saves, like, it, uh, who else did we see? We saw uh, Ryoma on Oriana. And the casters brought up that, like, he's he's constantly saving it for, like, the best moment ever. It um, worked, though, right? <laughs> for him. He, play, he played it a couple times in that series. And he, he didn't in game one. He was saving it for, you know, the big five man ult, but like sometimes, just do it, man. Like it's only ninety second cooldown. Like <laughs> you, you're not getting those opportunities that often, and he's a guy who does not take those very often. And when you see him on assassins, he does. He tries sometimes, and it's like, okay, where is that guy when he's playing control control mages?
0: The zillion or- man. That is that is like waving the white flag it's basically saying I, I want someone else to win the win the game for me
1: it's not acceptable um it's acceptable if you have double list you have someone who like actually can carry like you know 2016 when abc mattered but like you are the mid laner you have to win the game you're not reviving your nautilus like that doesn't fucking matter <laughs> like, uh and yeah but once Once you know mid game went by in that game, it's like Zillion does no damage, he does not wave clear Baron Waves, (laughs) like it's like uh, a worthless champ late game. Definitely,
0: you are in trouble against an Azir. Yeah, like you just put a timer on your team when you give the other team Azir and you end up with Zillion.
1: I think they when did they pick Zillion? Was that in first round? I think so. I, I remember it was, like, it, it was not last picked. Um. So, like, not only did FlyQuest know where it's not like Biofrost was going to play Zillion. I, I, I thought it was in the first round. So, not a huge fan of that.
0: Seriously.
1: Here we go. I can get it for you? Uh, third pick. Yeah. Yeah, it was in the first round. And so you can get not, that
0: get that Jarvin again.
1: Yeah. It's done, not good to put that there. It, it's just not it's you're not getting an advantage, uh doing that. You could've what did they end up picking? They picked Aurelia um last pick. What it, it's that wasn't a fucking um pardon my language. Uh that's not something that like you got an advantage on you. If you really wanted to play Aurelia, no one was going to ban that out. No one was going to counter pick it. That's just what you chose to do.
0: Yeah. They really opted out of anyways. uh, The other big takeaway I thought from the series, I think it's probably my last, my last one was how hard, um, how much of a jungle difference there was. Over the series, I thought Santorin really played very well. Um, and the last game, they put it all on his shoulders. I mean, poe popped off on his ear again, but really, they won the game because of Olaf. And that is a definitely a well-prepared um, team because Olaf has, is on a timer more than any champion. And I'm, I, yeah, they really they went right after Sedjwani and they made the game about Olaf for Sedjwani, which was
1: real ugly. Yeah. I'm proud of my boy Santorin. I I find him to be so um, tepid. Like I'm I'm not very excited about Santorin play, but yeah, it it was a slight difference in the jungle versus Dardock, which is I so game four Dardock plays least and he slammed Santorin, and then you put him on Sejuani and versus Olaf, it's like. If you fall behind, you're fucked. You're done. This is not a not a fun game, and yeah, never got to the point where you know Sajwaniar is is great. It's just like they they got slammed. Game was over, game five, and uh, I don't know what I would say about FlyQuest into. Um, well, hang on before we go to
0: the next series. What about just this Bjergsen losing a game, a series deciding game without dying.
1: I'm fine with that. He played Echo. He was afraid to win the game. He probably pressed R more than Jensen did. <laughs> it's, it's, I I didn't like Echo. I, I don't like... Echo is a great solo queue champ. He does so much damage. He can set up his own CC and damage. But in competitive play where there's vision and um, communication so much better... A roaming Echo is not that impressive um, anymore. There's too, many bro- there's too many broken champions that are better than him uh, competitively.
0: I think he's best played as like the Jazuke style Echo, where you just put him in a side lane, and he can just run away from anyone who tries to gank him.
2: Yeah. But they oh, then he tried
0: to play teamfight. Eh, yeah. I mean, they didn't even get to teamfights, really. They got blown off the map in every early fight.
1: Yeah, uh, it, it doesn't even matter. TSM can't split bush or, you know, one three, one properly. So, yeah, you're asking Echo to be a better team fighter than Azir, and not not even close. He just doesn't have a kit that's good for team fighting. Um,
0: so, so, can FlyQuest take any of this into the next series and beat VG?
1: I think so. Uh, Garen was feeding the last time I saw him, and was against I, Cloud9. Yeah, but he's playing Blaver. Like he's rank one. Blaver's rank one. These guys are both like think they're good junglers, and Garen looked like he was win trading. Teammates For matter a lot time. when you're the jungler. I, I felt like he was just in the wrong position yeah. constantly. And if that's how Svenskeren wants to play the game, is be out of position and doing dumb things, they can lose, because I think jungler is, is pretty important at this point. Um, so yeah, if, if Santorin's able to beat Svenskeren, I think, I think it's... So we're, yeah, um, I, I, I just don't... Kumo sucks.
2: And solo
0: seems to be a lot better than
1: yeah. But so, they ran
0: out last time. So I, You're not I, gonna get Viper this series.
1: <laughs> that that's probably something we could tell Max is uh if you could forecast uh if Viper plays this series, <laughs> you probably lost. Um, I yeah, I I I liked, I like how Wild Turtle and Nergnar have been playing. Um I I still see uh, Jacuzzi does some weird shit, and he can feed sometimes. So I he can up the one v nine. He can one v nine,
0: he's little- he's not a team fight player like Power of Evil. So does does his sort of dynamic of adding this the split push game like take away one of Power of Evil's big advantages, which is like the five v five team fights.
1: Yeah, it should be interesting because. Uh, What's been, like, kind of coin-flippy is whether teams have been banning LeBlanc or picking it themselves. And PoE and uh, Suzuki have been, like, champions on those uh, picks. And it should be interesting to see what kind of mentality the two teams decide to go with. Because I would assume you just go with A stand-in bot laner with wild turtle and maybe like a recon and like an Aatrox uh, gangplank top with I don't know like a Jarvan for Santorin so it's it's just kind of like a basic team comp it seems Whereas like FlyQuest think,
0: has been really just honing their same comps, right? Like, yeah,
1: it's it's over and over again the same like put put the ball on Ignar to to ignite a fight and set then have blank
0: Aatrox in the top lane, Jarvan, Sejuani in the jungle. Poe on a team fighter with mobility.
1: Hmm. <laughs> Fascinating cuz like they're both going to get smashed by C nine. <laughs> it's like yeah, uh, yeah. It's hard
2: to
0: get fired up for this rematch, honestly.
1: Like, yeah, uh, I guess we could probably go on like the. I guess the ceiling might be a little higher for EG than FlyQuest. So this is interesting.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. It's to me a pretty close series, and but Fly, FlyQuest is actually a considerable underdog here.
1: Yeah, it's, it's pretty large. That was the one that I saw earlier. I I would probably bet this too. And it's the same with G2 Fnatic. If I see a line similar to that, where like G2 is minus 300, I'll definitely bet Fnatic. Um, Along with you. I, th- I think is are completely even. This could go five games and the fifth game could be a banger.
2: Random trees. <laughs> I like it. Uh, I'd, I'd, yeah, yeah it I, think wrecked, right I think it's the right bet.
1: Yeah, they're just I think it could be similar to like E. G picks off a game or PlayCast picks off a game. They play Ivern Top or something. But I just like in a five game series like it's the you know, skill check that is insurmountable.
0: Talk about double lift.
1: Yeah. Hell, oh, your boy.
0: Where's he going?
1: He's a slut, man. He's been on every team now. <laughs> He's gonna be uh, passed around like the village bicycle. Where's he going? You
0: gotta think. Okay, so who's on the table? Cloud nine? No. Evil geniuses? I don't think so.
1: I don't. It could be. I mean, Bang's probably expensive. So why not get a NA? I did hear Bang wants to go home. I would bet
0: <laughs> he, he doesn't and they seem don't very have coronavirus <laughs>
1: in such high, <laughs> high availability like they do here. He, does, he has not ex- exuded like, as much joy from NA, like uh, Someday, Impact. Those guys seem to really enjoy being here, being in LA or you know getting – Bang has – every tweet I see from him is like, I am depressed. It's like thanks bang <laughs> like why why you keep tweeting this bro
0: In uh oh. there's a thorin and um monty watch uh breaking point and the, but there's a part where loco is lecturing um it's <laughs> <is> lecturing piglet <laughs> thorin pauses and he's like imagine what's going on in, in Piglet's head right now? I'm a fucking world champion and I'm getting yelled at by the guy who was like a backup support on Najin on Blue. It's <laughs> some
2: nonsense. It's a,
0: it's a very interesting what world. how small. You go from world champion to it's like, I was on SKT with Faker and Coma. Now I'm getting yelled at by Lokodoko. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: I, it, it, it's so strange because like in regular sports, like, you know, Phil Jackson, like, so that, that guy can't play basketball, but he he's the best coach in basketball. Jackson was an NBA player. I, I'm I'm, but he wasn't Michael Jordan. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, yeah, this was like Michael Jordan's like, hey, what are you talking about? Shut up, you you fucking slow white guy. Like, <laughs> so like it, is that what he said to him? Is that the kind of relationship they had? <laughs> I, I I'm pretty sure it was uh, pretty. Uh, Pretty clouded for a long time of their their thing, but yeah, like piglet trying to receive information from a guy who's the same age but worse at the game <laughs> is like, I don't respect you. Like, there's nothing you're saying that I can't do myself uh, better. Um, okay, so E. G. Maybe Hundred Thieves Cody Sun. I think he's good. Not an import.
0: Um, but you don't think these with their big pockets would be willing to swap those
1: two? Double if or Cody son? Mm. Well, no, I I, mean, the I assume that
0: double is higher, but Cody played
1: better. I assume Cody is much cheaper. You don't have to give anything away. I thought he had a good split. I think he was like top three ADC. Yeah, he was. Double if didn't seem like he wanted to play the game anymore. Yeah, so that doesn't seem like a good long term investment. Okay. Uh, FlyQuest uh, seems like a, cheap, cheap. a bargain team. They don't want to spend money. Uh, TSM is the obvious pick. We'll skip past them because it's obvious. Golden Guardians, their cheapskate's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, Dignitas, hey, 2.3 mil for Huni is a possibility. Who knows uh, what the, they're willing to take on. Um, who, who is Immortals? uh adc apollo oh oh right they got rid of Alltech for no reason uh yeah so they their skates. clg yeah bring it, it back
0: wasn't there some actually there was a reason announced for Alltech, and it was something really ridiculous like they had lost every scrim but the like academy team had also lost every scrim
1: but they just decided to mix it up and they went with it <laughs> yeah, man, they never gave him another shot. I, he's a, he's a guy that constantly is like not the reason why the team is losing, and then he loses his job, and you're just like, why does he not? It's same with Solo. Like he's not the reason why you're losing all the time. Why did he lose his job? You have a guy Ika Ika, like that's why you're losing. Is you have a dog shipment later? They
0: were uh, they were in position to get like the two seed as we yeah recently. they were like three five weeks. and
1: two five and two starts to start the split. Let's bring in Hawk, uh, Apollo because he's his synergy with Hakuro is is too good. He's, that so it's that, six place synergy, synergy for
0: like the last four years. Like
1: that combo has dominated NA for years. <laughs> oh, shit. They've been underrated in NA for five years. Every uh, yeah, every time they try and uh, power rank players, they're they're underrated
0: again. They always get, they always get marked seventh and they're really sixth.
1: <laughs> you never know; they could sneak up on you and be uh, fifth best bot lane <laughs> for for like two weeks, and then they're back down to being
0: where they should be. They're the golden guardians of bot lanes. They should be on the golden guardians. Brag about yeah, if, if you're.
1: You're cheap and want to buy an A-Talent. Yeah, that's where you should be. Um, CLG, I don't know. That seems like... Uh, they don't have any so, money. They already talked about yeah, it. Yeah, their port is fucked. They, it's weird. Madison that they, Square
0: not spending money on CLG. Yeah.
1: yeah, that's... It's disrespectful.
0: Okay, so TSM?
1: Yeah, yeah I yeah, mean... They're going the
0: TSM, right? He has to.
1: You're wasting an import on Kabe. He's not a top player. He's not like someone that is deciding the game and you're using an import. So why bother?
0: So assume, yeah, I mean, the money thing is a question mark, I guess. But like, I guess he's only signed through the summer split. That seems like an easy rental. One split, gets you to Worlds, gets to be with the people he wants in quarantine. And, and then, Pave, uh, back to your EU? Probably goes home.
1: Yeah, he he can fit in EU again. Yeah, I think there's there's holes there.
0: There's a f- forgiven spot is available. Who did? Uh, wait, who replaced? It wasn't. it uh, It's whoever's. Uh, it's Karzi. Yeah, Karzi. Yeah, that guy's not getting replaced. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's been upgraded.
2: <laughs> it's yeah.
0: it is incredible that Kabe was the number one ADC last spring because he is not even close to that here. Really disappointing.
1: Who knows? TSM might just suck. <laughs> they don't Actually, know how to... Actually,
0: fair. Fair, Yeah, they made Sven look pretty bad, and Sven is...
1: Yeah, now he's... Being, for, at least the he was before. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. It, I, I totally would have believed that... So, like, why TSM span, uh, disbanded in 2017, like, a lot of rumors was just, like, Bjergsen and Doublelift didn't agree on how to allocate resources. D- Doublelift thought like, and they were good yeah. it, uh, when Doublelift was, you know, split pushing and killing himself all the time. Well, that worked for Figure Double out year. how
0: to improve from there.
1: Yeah, and uh, Bjergsen I you you have to fire Parth, and Parth has to go. He's been the only like. Uh, I think if you
0: look at it as if everything is a level playing field, yeah. But I, I think they've been playing with budget constraints. Have you they brought seen in some their, bargain their, players, dude? I mean, look at their jungle situation over the last two and a half years.
1: They, they've had the import problem.
0: They had clowns in the jungle. I mean, Dardog well, they, was like an accidental pickup too. They lucked out. They, with them.
1: But they had Zven uh, Mithi for. A year, so like they, they couldn't really do anything other than Acadian Grigg. So, like, that that was wrong, could but have yeah, done but,
0: some things other than Acadian Grigg, those guys were terrible. What
1: are you talking about? Greg is a it started is a, with Mike Young. I wonder what jungle is because, like, Team Liquid fires X like, Smithy, and uh, you know, they don't even make playoffs. Ninth best team in in the league. I think and it's hard
0: when you when your problem is that you're strategically not a good team, but you have good players. Because then you just think, well, if we want to be, if Team Liquid wants to be better, we just have to upgrade our worst player. And I think it's fair to say Smithy might have been might have been their worst player. I don't know, at least least talent least talented. I don't know how you want to put it. But at the same time, like it's not that easy. But that doesn't necessarily upgrade them. Not because. Brockside isn't better than x 3 but because their team strategy is not good enough, like they have play one yeah. style and it, they're not the best at that style either. Like we saw them play that style against other teams who could play other styles and also beat them at their style. So it's like if you know that this sort of like two three year old funnel the double lift comp. Uh, weak side top lane is not good enough to win it internationally swapping the players isn't going to solve it you've got to come up with
1: a new dynamic it really is kind of fascinating how you can see the team's mentality based on the jungler because like you could look back at any team that has had two junglers and how they draft and how they play like you have MLSG and Karsa or you have bangy and blank or peanut and i guess do they have bangy then just like one guy is super
0: aggressive and blank was better than peanut uh, oddly enough
1: yeah you have like a grass is always greener on the other side if you don't have any other options you have smithy a great game general but amplify roll? Some games you want a, a Nidalee pop-off or, a, you know, a Lee Sin pop-off, which Xmithie can't give. But Roxa could. Roxa could, could carry a game.
2: Yeah.
1: But his Sichuani is not as good as Xmithie's, like Jarvan or all those, like, uh, setup junglers. Um, what other
0: changes would we see then? So let's say TSM gets double-lift. So then Kabe goes back to you. And what does Team Liquid do?
1: It's interesting because they have Core JJ and, uh, Broxa. So like it limits their import options. unless TL is like willing to just drop Broxa, I, you can't get better than Core JJ, right? Oh no. Okay. So he stays, he's definitely- I don't think you can
0: get better than Broxa either. In the middle of the season. Well, no, you
1: you can't get better, but you have to, if you're going to, what non-import ADC could Team Liquid get?
0: I think the two most likely options are Tactical and Sneaky.
1: Yeah, Tactical, NA rank one, but... uh, They won with him.
0: And if you were saying that our style's not working... Putting in a completely rookie ADC into the spot that had been your focal point would definitely change your style. Um, but he is not as proven as Sneaky, and but he's
1: also not as expensive. Wow, that'd be crazy. Yeah. I, I think I thought Sneaky. What about was Cutie? Washed. I, th- I think Sneaky was washed up. He wasn't good. He That's why he
0: in DPM last year, Lead worlds.
1: I don't care. That. He was, he did not look good, but there was like a uh, whether he was interested in playing professionally anymore. I doubted that. He looked like he cashed out, he didn't care.
0: They were outclassed. It's hard to, yeah, he looked terrible, but I thought they all looked terrible. Like, I thought Ligarus looked like a questionable player (laughs) in the worlds last year niski looked like he was a uh, pole belter light
1: na was a disaster last year so and for several years so so who
0: would, so you you don't like sneaky you'd rather have tactical. i
1: don't i'd rather i don't think tacticals. it's it's too late in the game for na new players because it's not like tactical like oh, I just picked up this game like two years ago and I'm still learning. He has also been a guy who's been playing league for 10 years. He's not just learning how to play the game. He has a set champ pool that dominates in solo queue and can beat Keith McBrief in academy. And (laughs) that's, that's not really a high enough bar for me to give him a shot on a team that is probably the most expensive team in the league. he's 19 so he's not that old Viper is 20 fair enough so yeah it's like age is age is not really yeah and I and I think it's probably fair to say he's probably not a world's caliber AD no yeah so like if you're trying to win international tournaments that guy can't so who's your guy then Uh, you gotta keep double-lift. list. will tech. <laughs> Who would be an NA? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't think there's anyone in and NA. What about? Play.
0: Yeah, I guess you'd have to cut someone.
1: I mean, there's, there's. I mean, you just try and do like a, a spoof G two where you have two mid laners. Get Poe Welter to play ADC <laughs> or something. i swear i think that's like an op advantage if you can have a guy who knows how to play vladimir bot lane that's better than someone who knows how to right click on jinx or twitch or kogma
0: what about any of like the random guys that sort of have floated in and out of the league um trying to think of the not fbi but the other
1: player like that fbi is an import um I think Cody Cody Sun is undervalued. Guy has some clown moments, but him and Wild Turtle are always like. Yeah, if I had to
0: trade for an Naad, that would
1: be who I would want. Yeah, I I think they're like the. You can see when he he, in his first split or his first year, just facing Doublelift, he had like a a timid kind of observable performance versus him. But now I don't think he gives it. He cares about the Na guys. I can totally see him stuttering when he looks at ruler or (laughs) (laughs) he, he he still has like the, a weak resume internationally. Well, at least he has a resume. God, if you watch that game again, him, him versus Fnatic, like, they were so, they were, they should have won that game. It's kind of incredible how bad they threw that game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can rewrite the history um, if he doesn't, I mean, they fucked up that fight before he jumped in and tried to do some weird Trisana stuff. Uh, but they, they should have beat Fnatic and knocked them out. And yeah. Fnatic went all the way to freaking semifinals just based on uh, where they got placed in the brackets. Um, so who are your Worlds teams? From NA, all right, Cloud9. Obviously, we got we got that in the bank. Um, I'd be fine with uh, EG and FlyQuest going.
0: Really, you want these three teams again? No not or TSM jumping in oh, jumping them in summer.
1: I've seen TSM.
0: <laughs> I mean, we've seen FlyQuest though. Last year, they had a good first spring split and then collapsed in summer.
1: At some point, the,
2: I, don't like, know, I, I don't
0: know.
1: I really like Poe. He's he's a player that can perk world's level player for sure. He he can carry a team for like if he gets hot, like in Aurelia is hot and he's playing Aurelia or something, or like just a champion that Ari, he, yeah, Victor or something. Ariana,
0: Victor, uh, obviously Azir has been good. Zoe, he can play. Yeah, he has a he has a big pool. And, and he Zoe is the most under-draft-valued champion right now. Uh, unless there are just some, like, monster counters that are in the meta that I'm not thinking about. Like, every time I see that champion, it's just a hard-carrying games.
1: I think um, there... It's, like, one of those, like, you ask the opposing mid laner and he'll have, like, a... I think this does fine against it. Like, LeBlanc and Tindra have been picked against it. But it's never like a, a straight counter like it demolishes zoe in any form i think the what happens is that her scaling is based on how well she's doing in the game early and she's not she is the other thing yeah so like you have to you have to draft it knowing that they aren't like yeah meatball comp because um, she's burst. And,
0: but, man, she, I, she's, if you're a good Zoe, you can 1v9 these games.
1: Yeah, just her ability to one-shot, like, the ADC from out of vision is kind of kind of awesome. Fun to watch.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, other champs. Other champs that I think um, – I'm very weird. Like, I don't understand why bad – Player like Ryoma or Aka, I didn't know why they didn't just play Malzahar all the time because <laughs> uh, that champion is still broken. It's like it, it, it forces everyone on the team to buy QSS, yeah. And so you could be the worst. Like Aka had been playing Zoe all the time, but like he just banned Zoe and he sucks, so like he should have been picking Malzahar.
0: Yeah, I – there's plenty of – I mean, I've always advocated for many of the off-meta champions to be
2: played because – Our
1: our boys, our boys in the top lane, Malphite, Maokai, those are back. Nothing changed about them. Never have
2: left. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, you just press R and kill the ADC? Nice. So, yeah, what's the list of champions right
0: now that if, if I told you it was drafted tomorrow and it hadn't been – like, you would be like, yeah, that makes sense, even though it hasn't been played in, like, three months. What's the face? Dion? Yeah, Kum-
1: <laughs> Kumo... Bro- Kumo... Poppy, bro- yeah. yeah, Poppy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that was never... There was nothing wrong with it. Singed is probably always good. Singed is a great, um... They don't know what to do about it thing, because it's never played in scrims and never, like, thought it's about... Another, oh, it's, a, like, it's like
0: an Olaf champion where you could just center your whole game around this one champion... And if if everyone just does what they're supposed to do alongside that champion, the other team has no way to stop it because it's like, oh, we have our own plan, but this is going to counter that because this is like, they're not trying to fight the same way we are. Why wouldn't
1: evil geniuses play Funnel? Why don't they? Against like Cloud9. Like if if you're a team, you bring out Funnel Game 1. Right, you want to cheese them? Yeah. Um. Because I think if, funnel if, is good way
0: to cheese them. I think funnel is nerfed too hard. Like, you, it's actually very difficult to do it.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, but like you can you get it, practice on it too. You can pick it really late into the game, into the draft. So, like, if they pick like things that aren't good into funnel, like low hard CC or something, you could you know pick Tark in the first first round. Are
0: That's you willing the, to? Play a comp you probably never got to practice though. Like,
1: I mean Yi is very mechanical, very hard champion. It's not but just the Yi;
0: it's all the team has to be comfortable playing basically with no jungler.
1: Yeah, I, you uh, Yumi isn't always pick banned. You just Ezreal Yumi, and you've got a Maokai top. What I do
0: think, I do think, I don't know that funnel is the right way, but I think there is like like the Olaf comp that Flyquest ran against TSM. I think anyone can play that.
1: Yeah, just I, make the game about I, Olaf. I, it's weird how especially NA does pick must win early or you're fucked comps
0: and they never But, don't, but it. they
1: don't play it aggressively enough. And so like whenever I see an NA team pick Olaf or Jace or or Jace Anthem, yeah, it's sure. I, I respect that you'll get a kill up and maybe 20-30 CS but you're not gonna rush their nexus. That game's often. not ending
0: in 25 minutes.
1: Yeah. And so like when Olaf is picked, I just feel like the mentality isn't there with all five players.
0: Not often enough.
1: But I think
0: it's totally a... You, can funnel, you, you, can, can, follow, you can funnel Olaf. Yeah, like the Yumi uh, Soraka Olaf
1: yeah, Lulu. By every bad team. Yeah, you just put Lulu mid and Olaf <laughs> jungle. Um,
2: hmm.
0: Yeah, no I mean, I'm sure they... It's, it's got to be hard because you are already practicing being good enough at the game normally to then say, well, we're going to advocate some of that to being good at this weird style to try to cheese them once. I don't know. It, it's a
1: better bet than playing straight up though. That's
0: Well, I think they already like EG doesn't play them straight up, right? They play that they play the sidelines, which no one else does. And that's how they stole
1: a game. But No, they, they point, won that game because they they uh Cloud Nine played Pantheon Talia and it got outscaled. They were like, losing that game pretty heavily until it, you know, swung to thirty, thirty five minutes and then they they just outscaled. I Cloudline was in, in hand of that game. I think uh a couple other like just kind of cheese comps. I don't know. There's there uh you remember Kale was broken for a while? What's what's up with that champ? <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I don't know.
1: A Cassidy? You, never, so see, you never see you never see Cassidy.
0: I have. We've started. We started seeing it.
1: Yeah, yeah, we have. I, that's a champion you can totally play around.
0: It's the really the best mid lane. It's hard to say that, like, oh, Cassidy's available because, like, the only people who played it are like Faker and Boingby. And <laughs> <laughs>
1: why don't you just play like Faker?
0: Hey, uh, why? Why aren't? Why isn't every team still playing Rise? I has he gotten so much weaker since Worlds? Like, no.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: He's still played by some of the best mid-laners, so there's. It's not the champion. It's the teams for some reason don't feel comfortable playing side lanes. But it's kind of an every year thing. It's like he's a, such a kind of unique. He's a piece he's, he's another like oh the whole team plays differently when you have rise, but it's such an old play style that I don't know why these players don't know how to do it.
1: He's always powerful. It was uh. Yeah, uh, I keep calling him Jacuzzi because that's uh, Twitch's name for him. And uh, he he played Rise and got smashed. He got he got a uh, Well, he entered,
0: like a side lane, like one v one.
1: He got ganked too many times. He's not the standard for whether or not Rise is good, by the way. <laughs> He's the only guy who's still playing it, though. Um, he can he can fall behind is like uh his curve can be like too hard to overcome. In pro play, like he he just needs to keep farming forever. Um, how many champions are there? Uh, I don't like Echo. That's, I, I don't mind Echo Jungle. Play. I, I do. He doesn't have CC, the W. That's, you can't guarantee that. And they're pro players, they can walk out of that dome thing. Hmm.
2: Um that's interesting
1: yeah i i I still just think like there there's been conversation about like why did t s m draft the way they did for game five, and the defense was that like it's not usually the coach who makes these decisions, so like yeah like the Peter park. Uh, Peter, whoever that guy is. <laughs> the, everyone's like, why'd you draft that way? No, no, the, the team, the, like, the players probably, like, hand chose those champs. It's like, there's no way Dardox said he wanted to play Sejuani. <laughs> Never in a million world. Another Jarvan <laughs>
2: game, buddy!
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just, he won V9 on Elise. Like, sm-
0: smashed FlyQuest. Why didn't they come and, back with the Renekton Elise? Did Renekton get banned? Probably.
1: It doesn't matter. There's a another, you know, one v nine top laner that you could have gone with, like.
0: But the Elise Jace. is so dependent on like the. Yeah, you could have
1: gone. You could have gone Jace top.
2: <laughs> maybe, maybe
1: that. You need maybe the that's lockdown
0: tough. for your bad jungler to try to hit his cocoons.
1: <laughs> Jace is uh, a slow. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I well, I mean, it doesn't even need to be Elise. It could have been. Something that could be aggressive. And that's not what Sajwani does.
0: They wanted to scale.
1: Echo doesn't outscale his ear <laughs> well,
0: Pearson didn't want to go 1v1. He wanted Broken Blade to carry him there. Yeah, for sure. Um All right, C9 G two. And you've got C9 Fanatic. So who's who's going to MSI uh as the favorite?
1: I think they talked about this last night is we don't trust any Western team.
0: No. I think they have I think G2 will have a chance. I think uh 9 could do what TL did last year.
1: One of these teams could lose. Yeah. I mean that that's what we're talking about is like we can only what? look at like we what? can only look at the paper and be like I don't like any of these players versus any of these players. But yeah, <laughs> team team Liquid could beat Invictus Gaming somehow.
0: <laughs> yeah, G2 could beat RNG somehow.
1: Yeah, SKT. It's just, uh how how it is right now and how they're playing. I don't yeah, what I was saying last night is that I don't trust C9 because they've only been playing NA teams. And so they haven't had adversity in a game or in a series. And whereas I think D2 and Fnatic have been tested. They've been behind. All those players are experienced, yeah. Yeah, they've been behind. They've won games where they were behind, whereas C9 hasn't had that problem. The thing with, yeah, a Chinese teams specifically is that they can opt in to the Fiesta and they can lose those because Western teams are more honed to the Fiesta style, but not so much. I, I still just like think the, the skull gap is too big. How old do you think they will play MSI? This is like the Dana White bringing fighters to international waters question. This is, I think they, what did they project it for? Like, is early July or was it June? was supposed to be like third week of summer or something? Oh, okay. So, yeah, like somewhere in June. That's fine. No way. Really? Well, LPL has two more weeks of regular season. I guess you're right. Yeah. And then they have to play their playoffs. So, like, um maybe two weeks of regular season and a month of playoffs for china at least so june mid-june maybe Hmm. um south korea has no health problems it's just flying these people is doesn't seem like an option Hmm. i wonder what they would do um doesn't seem, because like the idea that football or baseball will be played, like baseball has 30 people on a dugout. Football has 80 people on the sidelines. Eh, flying six people to South Korea to play MSI, yeah,
2: that's, that can, that's possible. Um, whether, yeah, our countries
1: have shut the door to each other, we don't know. Um, Who
0: knows? By then, it uh, might be just the national sport for every country in the world since it's the only one that's running.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the, the LCS has been on ESPN the past couple of weeks. We needed esports to take the forefront. <laughs> yeah. it, goes, it goes into uh, one of the... Like, I saw um responses to it being on the from people who are open minded and they were just like, I don't know what is happening in this game and yeah. what what is happening. And the only like you can explain the game pretty quickly. So five off on, the uh, massive online battle arena, you try and destroy their base. That's it. But the complexity of the champions and yeah it's it's ridiculous the only way i it's incredibly ever... it's incredibly hard to watch
0: like i have seen or played thousands of games and i have to rewind fights like three four or five times to see what even just the carries did
1: exactly and the only the only way i recommend people getting into it is like it is free to play Play the game. That's the only way you'll figure out what is happening. Yeah, and even like,
0: then, even then, I could no, probably yeah. ask you to like what what like half the champion's abilities are, and you wouldn't know.
1: I don't know what Aphelios does. I don't know <laughs> what that champion is. I I see like him do, uh, his ultimate. And I'm like, oh, what is that going to do? <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm like, I know there's one that splits up and does a lot of damage. There's one that roots everyone, like, but I don't know which one it is until it happens.
1: Yeah, exactly. And is he the most? Was, he's the most recent champ, right? Uh,
0: there's been a rework. There was a Fiddlesticks rework. Is the most recent rework? I don't okay.
1: think there has been one since Aethelius. Yeah. So I mean, I was. I was trying to think, like, I've played all the champions up towards Bard, but I don't think I've played Rakan. <laughs> I don't think, yeah, I mean, I know what uh, Zaya does. Zaya's, like, kind of straightforward what she does. But I, I don't know what Rakan's cooldowns are, like, <laughs> how, how that skill works. And that, that's like a two-year-old champion. I have, like,
0: I don't know how many hundreds of games on Rise. I just learned that if you uh, consume two runes, you get a speed boost. I thought I just kept getting Phase Rush. <laughs> there's, like, another <laughs> there's like another speed passive I can get, and I just thought it was the same one. So I never, like, thought, oh, I need to try to proc that one instead of this one. And I yeah. just learned
2: that, and I was like, oh, well. And that's the beauty of the game. If,
1: that's the beauty of the game is you're always learning new, new things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's champions like, uh, Maokai where I, I, I don't think it was NA. Someone was talking about like the passive of Maokai, like, like, is it his second or third auto like heals them or something?
0: Uh, well, there's a cooldown, but it's just right after an ability. Your next yeah
1: yeah they were like trying to explain like oh this is broken <laughs> and i i like i knew that you could do that but like i didn't know like the the rules of it <laughs> and it's just like every champion has one of those things that like you don't really know what it does until you play it and it's hard so, to like,
0: optimize i mean yeah there's
1: so so just coming in raw and watching the game is that's pure it's impossible it's I,
0: hard to explain know. it to someone too because you're you try to explain one one move and there's just some there's a thousand things you could say about what the person is doing and why and you just it's not there's so much context it's like well he knew that they were gonna do this so that's why he didn't walk up like like why didn't how come they didn't keep shooting that guy well there's a malfight fight next to him what's that <laughs> it's like this is Chain of context that you'll just never have unless you've played all the champions and know generally yeah. the macro of the game. But even people who play all the time have no
1: fucking clue how to play. So I was like, yeah. What was uh you you sent me that link like a million times when you were taking Baron and that guy was standing in the scuttle uh, vision. Yeah. I was Like get get out of the vision. He's like, oh, I didn't know. I didn't know I was there. Like, okay, well. That guy's probably played thousands of games. and he's Still, uh, there was another clip where like someone like autos like a ward uh, while you're doing Baron and like it gives vision and you, like a luck steals it or something. And it's like, yeah, that's like a little thing. But like after playing for a long time, you should know that by now.
0: And you just need it to see it once to never forget it to me it's like oh once i lost some fucking baron because someone hit a ward it's like oh god i'm never letting that happen again yeah.
1: you never know you just need that extra 30 gold to uh you know buy the next item so and Get
0: that most mm-hmm. unique shit it's like i i was playing a game the other day and i dropped a word on a thresh lantern and the person couldn't take it, and I was just like,
2: "Yeah, fucking pro player move!" that—that
1: like, <laughs> that is so. Like, I'm impressed when pros do it so quickly, because like it's you're you're not in the mentality to be thinking about your words, but like, yeah. oh, someone threw the line up. What was my word button? I forgot that one. <laughs> yeah, can you think of the? Can
0: you think of eleven things to do instead of seven?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's broken. That is so like the game is also flawed in its way. That way is <laughs> that you can do some ancient mechanic like putting a ward on top of the 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 center of the lantern, and it's like practically impossible to click the lantern. Oh, it's, it's counterfight.
0: I love it. That's one of the smartest
1: things about the oh, game. No, it, it's good. I mean, there was a couple other. I mean, you could you used to be able to pink ward a collie shroud. Um, god there's a couple other like i think rise you could do some stuff like that but it's it's good but it's also like the the visual of uh thresher's lantern is so big well, you like, can
0: counterplay the pink ward too if you zoom in on your. yeah round. you have to
1: you have to scroll in like while wow, there's like five guys trying to kill you, you zoom in
2: like. I've,
0: uh, I've done that in a fight and not been able to click it. Still. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, exactly. And
0: and been proud of the fact that I was able to zoom in before I died.
1: It, <laughs> so, it's a split second. I,
0: mean, I, this, I reacted in time.
1: It's a split second game. Yeah, and uh, yeah, just yeah. I'm proud of myself that I knew what to do. I didn't do it, but. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't successful, but
1: how do you feel about the, the state of the game? Because, like, I, I've i been watching so much more because I'm home all the time, but the um, all the, like, streamers have been, like, everyone's target griefing and inting me more than before, and I think that's a lie. I think, like, the, the competitive integrity has definitely dipped, but I think, like, the state of the game is as good as it's been ever um
0: it's not my favorite meta but i well so so for pro i think i i don't enjoy it as much as i liked i think i liked the season nine meta the best or season eight meta the one with where ig1 where it was solo lane like craziness um it seemed like the most skill um of the metas
1: one of Uh, of the reasons why i don't like the newest couple of years is that ADC sucks. I, yeah. The best players, Reckles, your boy, uh, Uzi, uh, Death, Bang, Doublelift.
0: Death does look good, but yeah, there's...
1: It's so hard to be
0: it's, like it's, AD it's the worst role. It's just the worst role, yeah.
1: It's very hard to like you can tell you they're still the best players you still see them play well and be like a factor versus an inferior adc but
0: watch my rise plays while we talk <laughs> uh, i just uh,
1: i don't i i prefer like the tank meta
0: the tank oh you like like the uzi metas
1: yeah, um, i like i like Vayne. i liked
0: Season seven meta. Like season yes. seven mid-season invitational meta where it was like we will have we will have eight eighty carries at this tournament and you will not see anyone else do damage.
1: That was i love that meta. Because it was a pure like strategy game. Every yes, every team fight had to be planned out. But the mechanics you had, like, are not you better is really big a bigger part of the game. Definitely not. But like well you better not burn your teleport because we're gonna fight for fifth dragon in two minutes and so you had to uh, maximize what you were doing two minutes ahead of time whereas like now it's just i found someone and i'm gonna one shot them. that's not that exciting i'm with you it uh i
0: yeah i don't like how much damage there is in the game now i think it's a little excessive
1: um it's there's there's no way going back now because so many of the champion's kits are just built around one-shotting.
0: It's not bad, though. I think Solo Queue, by the way, is like... The game... If you have fair matchmaking, the game is very fun. Um, but it is difficult to get fair matchmaking, I, I feel. Like, yeah. there well, are I mean, probably one out of every four games that I feel like... Ah, this this game... Was equally matched players. Like most games I'm in, I feel like I am either hopeless and cannot possibly win, or I am playing way above my elo. Or, uh, sorry, I'm, wait, but wait, I'm playing like I'm smurfing. Like it's like one or the other.
1: I'm still in my uh, of the games. 2020 placements, and all of my games have been stomped, which is good means that i'm climbing elo but it's uh i've definitely seen that from like the higher like uh you know mmr people where there's a significant difference between like a d2 player and a challenger player and it's like the top laner is challenger and the other guy, is, yeah, I've been watching TF Blade often. And it's like, this is sad. It's not fun to watch, and it's not good. It's just like literally making the better decision every trade, and you lose. <laughs> the attrition is too fast and not scalable or anything.
0: It's, uh, yeah, There's there's definitely flaws to the game, but I still find it to be... Uh, pretty reasonable. There's not like, there's many ways to play and I like that because I think at certain points there have only been like, you can only win if you build five banners of command and you take an ardent sensor support and like, I don't like when it's, the meta is super restrictive like that. Um,
1: hmm. Oh, Ardent, yeah, that was interesting. I, I really wonder how much focus Riot has been putting into this game other than making skins.
0: Well, there's nine other games they're designing, so my guess is it's like uh, you know a skeleton crew compared to what they've had.
1: Yeah, because like, I assume the lack of focus in balancing the game or making it more fun to play has to do with population not decreasing i assume the same amount of people are still playing and it has nothing to do whether it's balanced or not because like i see tyler one complaining every night but he still plays 15 hours a day (laughs) so it's like you're the company is still getting your attention even though you're not enjoying the game so like once the player numbers dip I think there was like a big dip when Overwatch came out and there was like the huge uh, ADC uh, shift. Yeah, the Ardent, like, and people just stopped playing the game and like immediately, right, like, focused on balancing the game and yeah, got it back.
0: That needed to be fixed.
1: And uh, I just, I would assume the population hasn't dictated them to react proportionately with their um resources
2: yeah Hmm.
1: focus more on uh valorant on your (laughs) anime that you're doing
0: i've never been an fps uh guy
1: uh from what i've seen it doesn't look that that great it just looks like uh counter strike
0: i would probably try the adventure game the sort of um Gauntlet Legends type game that they offered offered in the preview. That looks pretty good. Well, I tend to like that those types of games more than FPS.
1: At this point, like it seems as though they're just going to take over every genre. <laughs> they have <laughs> the 10 cent money and they have the Chinese uh, approval. And they're going to so make
0: movies, TV shows.
1: Get- That's they're doing that. Have <laughs> you been Have you been watching the? Uh, Legends of Runeterra. Oh, uh, that was a card game.
2: Uh,
1: well, they have like a a lore uh, cartoon that they've been giving out, um, you know, two three minute clips of mm. past couple of weeks. Yeah, I think they're gonna take over in the world where we can't go outside and watch real sports anymore. They have just. Uh, decided to take over the market. It's awesome.
0: Yeah. At least we picked a game that is still going. Because imagine if this game had just died out like two, three years ago. We'd have nothing to watch.
1: Yeah, I say it almost every time I'm uh recorded. It's like I'm very happy or glad that I got into esports, the one form of entertainment that has not been affected. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's just not enough podcasts or books to read to keep I you. I plenty of podcasts, but
0: I'm just working too much.
1: It's an absent-minded thing that you can be semi-entertained with. I've seen every movie. If I wanted to see the movie, I've already seen it. So there's no need to like cut out three hours of my night to watch a movie because what was available, I've already seen.